Hello and thank you for joining us on the Spiritually Curious Podcast. Once again, my name is Khalik. And today I'm talking about something that very much interested me. I mean, it, it really got me to thinking pretty deeply and just asking some asking some really deep questions. Uh, what what happened was that I saw some someone shared a video with me on YouTube and it was of a baby. Actually, it was two separate videos of of infants just doing stuff like babies, just doing things that you wouldn't expect babies to do. I mean, the babies were walking, of course, um, things like that, but they were still in cribs. One child actually lifted the mattress in the crib, went under the mattress in order to put her feet on the ground to scoot the whole crib over to the bed, got back up away from under the mattress, stood on top of the mattress that was in the crib and flipped out of the crib from the side, landed on the bed and started to play on the bed. Um, And another child also did some amazing feat to exit the crib. And I, I began to think like, where is this information coming from that is informing these very small human beings on how to do these particular things? Like where are these where are these thoughts coming from? Where, where what is the source of these ideas? Um, is this information just contained within the children or is there some other intelligence speaking to them, leading them, guiding them to do these different things. And I was really, uh, you know, really torn behind it because it's been times in my life. I know there's been times in your life if you have um, a history of engaging in spiritual activities, meditation, uh, different things like that, where there has been a voice or a force or some type of leading or guiding that has informed you of some type of thing, whether it was a warning, whether it was um, informing you about someone, someone uh, that was dangerous, a situation that was dangerous. You know, it's, it's some type of infor- informing that comes from a hi- higher source. That's that's what I'm talking about. And I'm trying to really contemplate and discuss where that comes from and just how accessible is this source of knowledge. I truly believe that the source of knowledge is is God or whatever you call the the highest intelligence or in the higher intelligence of of this uh, universe that we live in, this whole entire um, existence that we are occupying. Now, not only this one, but the one prior to this one, our eternal existence that goes beyond just these physical bodies that we have just past today, past this life, past the person you are in the city that you live in or the job you have, but 
our eternal existence. There is there is an ultimate being or force that I believe is a being, a force, a spirit that informs us. And I believe that we can tap into that informing on a constant basis. So it's not something that just comes and goes. I've had occasions when it has happened to me. At the time, I didn't really give it too much serious thought. I just was wowed at it, but didn't really give it too much thought. Remember, I was from Detroit. So I was downtown Detroit. I had just purchased a, well, actually my first new car. It wasn't actually new, brand new off the showroom floor, but it it was new. I was making payments on it. I had financed it. It was a 1988 Monte Carlo SS. It was absolutely beautiful. It was like my dream car. So I parked it downtown. I was in my early 20s. I was with two other uh, friends, my two best friends at that particular time. And there was a parking lot. It was full of other cars and things like that. We were downtown Detroit uh, at the African World Festival. So that's an event that happens um, annually in Detroit. So I was parking the car. We were I mean, I was engaged in a conversation with my friends. I wasn't given any type of thought or had any type of suspicion on where I was parking. But I heard a voice say, don't park here. I mean, and it came through clear as day, cut right through uh, me paying attention to the conversation I was having. I mean, it cut right through all of that and just really stopped me. And I was like, why not? This looks like a perfect space to me. That's what I was thinking in my head. And, you know, just do not park here. Said it again. And then obviously, you know, I didn't listen. I parked there. I found a good spot. I I didn't really give it too much. I didn't give it too much attention at all. Uh, Went and parked there and then came back after like a couple of hours and my car was gone. It was stolen. The police never found it. But I tell you that experience has never left me since then. And when I do hear that voice or that leading, every it's not always a voice. Sometimes it's just a leading or or a odd feeling or something that demands your attention. I would say that I pay attention to it because of that situation that happened then. So I'm, I'm speaking about that. It's, it's some force that that informs us, that that leads us, that guides us, that is given us some type of intelligence, some type of information that informs our future self. It helps us to make better decisions, decisions It leads us, it guides us on the journey that we're on in life, our spiritual journey, all of these things. So it's imperative that we pay very close attention to this leading very close attention. And just that example with those children getting out of the crib, it just really reminded me of how accessible it is and how freely it gives information. Um, I don't believe there is a separation between us and God. I believe we are 
connected with God in the most, in the highest way possible, just like water is wet or um, wind blows. I mean, I, I believe that we are um, extremely connected to God. There is no nothing that we can do to be disconnected. There is no God in the sky and us down here or, or no particular thing or activity that we have to do to connect to God. We are eternally connected to God. Um, I've said this on a past podcast, and this is my my logic behind this. If God, no, not if, since God created everything in the universe, uh, what did God create everything with? If you, if God was before all things that exist and that shall exist, and it was just God before everything, what did God use to create everything? Well, if there was nothing in existence, the only thing God could use was God. So God used God's self to create everything else. And that is why, that is my theory behind how and why that everything is connected, that we are connected to God in the in the closest way possible. And so is everything else. We all have been formed from an essence of whatever it is that makes God God. God used that essence to create us. So when we're hearing that, when we're being led by that essence, we're actually in tune with our higher self with our highest self, with our true self. So how do we tap into that? How do we continue to be informed by that? I I would say to really pay attention to what is for you, what gets you there. I know for me, it is meditation. For me, it is quiet time. For me, it is Spending time in nature, walks, even exercise for me puts me into that point is reading, is contemplating, is is thinking deeply on particular subjects. It's also talking to God. When I mean, when I'm saying praying, um, I'm not necessarily meaning praying, asking for stuff, but just a conversation. I think I think prayer is extended beyond just asking God for stuff or putting in a a particular list of requests or even thanking God for being God, uh, worship and things like that. I feel like prayer is just an activity of how you respond to life, because by responding to life, you're responding to God because God supplies you life. I think that's an active form of prayer, how you show up today how you respond to the people in your life, to the situations in your life, how you respond to the urgings of God to lead you in a particular way. Are you choosing to continue on a particular path that is keeping you stuck or locked in a place that is not good for you? Are you in a particular relationship that is not good for you? Are you missing out on an opportunity that can advance you to another place in your journey. This the how we respond to life, how we respond, how we respond to situations, how we respond to experiences is 
a form of prayer. It's a, and if once we respond in a way that continues to lead us down a path that that is already open and available to us, that is actually something a, a path in a way that is that is clear been cleared for us. Then I feel we are responding in a way that will allow us to get closer to ourselves. Now, I'm reluctant to say there is a right way and a wrong way, uh, but I will say that there is a way that will lead you closer to becoming um, who and what you who and what is the most productive person for yourself. I will say that. Um, I will definitely say that. There are some decisions that we make that set us back. There are some decisions that we make that that put us in a, in a very favorable place. Now, there are some relationships that we're in that are really holding us back in life. They're preventing us from being any and everything that we were created to be. Um, like I've said before, like God has made room in the universe when God was creating, when, when everything was created, there was room amongst all the greatness in the universe. There was room carved out for you to be everything that you can be. So there is a path, there is a way, there is, there is a, a great opportunity for you to be every single thing that you want to be. We have to learn how to respond to fear differently so that we can, when we are informed by God, we can follow through with those things because the informing, the informing is great. And it just shows that there is a possibility for greatness beyond our current understanding of who and what we are. Even if you think about savants um, like Stephen Wiltshire, um, he's known as the human camera. He's unable to communicate verbally, but he is able to perfectly draw from memory down to the number of floors and windows on each building, a landscape of a city after he has flown over with a helicopter. He's done this with um, the cityscape of Tokyo, Rome, New York, and Singapore. I mean, it's awesome. You can look him up on YouTube. His name is Stephen Wiltshire. There's also another savant that's famous. His name is Kim Peek. Now, the movie Rain Man was loosely based on his life. Um, during his life, he memorized over 12,000 books, including the Bible, um, he was an expert on 15 subject areas, including geography, music, literature, history and sports. He was even able to read two pages at a time. His left eye would read the left page and his right eye would read the right page. And it only took him eight seconds to read and memorize two pages. It's, it's absolutely amazing. And there are other people who have what is known as acquired savant syndrome, which enables them to do just amazing things. Um, play the piano uh, at an expert level, um, draw 
just all different types of things. And it really it really has you think about like these people aren't um, I mean, are these people like excluded or I'm sorry, included in another type of human being or another type of person? Have they or have they just been able to tap into something uh, deeper than than themselves, than the physical to be informed by this? And if so, how can we tap into that power, that energy to be constantly informed and to use everything that we are to be everything that absolutely everything that we can be? I would say really dig deep into spiritual exercises. I mean, some of these people aren't spiritual at all. Some of them, they they just woke up and these things happen. Yet and still, these are still things that come from a place I feel deep with inside of us. So if we are not the ones that are just waking up and with this spontaneous genius, with this acquired savant syndrome, then we are ones that need to just really cultivate that, to really get into ourselves and really dig deep and pay attention to what's happening in the quiet places, just listening, doing spiritual activities, um, being silent, just uh, moving beyond fear, just being more confident in yourself, just... um, Doing daily affirmations, like really telling yourself that you are more than what you see, that you can achieve the things that you want to achieve, that you can accomplish the things that you want to accomplish, that you are greater than you even know. And just continue to process these thoughts and continue to tell yourself that until you so that you can build this reality around you that will support those thoughts, because we know our thoughts are powerful. Our words are powerful. So this is what I wanted to share today. Um, I myself, I'm getting deeper into tapping into this, this intelligence, uh, this tapping into that part of myself that is my higher self, my God self. And it's been a wonderful journey. Um, It's been a very wonderful journey and I'm actually happy and excited about it and really looking forward to um, continuing to share just my thoughts with you, these types of things and the different experiences that I have with with doing this. I also encourage you, encourage you to do the same. Thank you for joining me. You can follow me on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram profile is Kalik underscore Thomas. Um, and also there you can find links to the YouTube channel as well as um, other um, outlets to reach us at. Uh, we thank you for joining us. Um, leave a comment in the comment section and also like the podcast so that we can move up in the the podcast field or whatever you want to call it and just share uh, you know your thoughts about the podcast and how you feel you can even email me 
If you have any questions or concerns or anything like that, the email address is attached to the podcast. Thank you for joining me and I will see you next time.